This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, it's time to do yet another mock draft of one of the probably 40 or so that we'll do on this show. is, And the reason why we do so many, I know a lot of people look at this and go, why do you guys do so many mock drafts? You know, this is just right, right, right. guesswork. When we do this, it gives us an opportunity to discuss some of these players. Mm-hmm. And it gives us an idea of, of, you know, who might be available and what round. Obviously, there were, there's still prognostication going on here. But it gives you an opportunity as, as, as listeners to kind of listen as well and learn as well. As we are. As we are, what some of these other yeah. teams might be thinking as well. And right. I think, I, I think, I think there's value, value in that. Yeah, I, I think, think there's a value in that. Of course, we're looking yeah. through the Steelers lens like everybody else is. But – you realize, well, the Saints are two spots in front of you. Don't be so certain Kenny Pickett gets past them. Or and folks, you know, even every team, part of their draft prep is doing mocks so that they can kind of see how different scenarios might play out. And they're taking educated guesses just like we are. And then the other thing is too is, okay, boy, I really want a wide receiver here, but if I pass on tackle, there's not going to be one in the third round because I've done a mock to show me that, and I don't like how that turns out. Yeah. Um, I've, I'm now running where we have got a draft running here on Pro Football Focus, a mock draft. Um, okay. I'm doing it really slow here in the first round, so we're up to pick 10. I just wanted to give us a shot if we wanted to make a trade up. Okay, so the, they just got through 11, and the first quarterback just went off the board. That was Kenny Pickett at 11. To the, the commanders, to the commanders. I, I, yeah, I, okay. I just, it just, I I've, just got used to saying Washington football team. <laughs> I've been going out of my way to say commanders just so I get used to it, but it's yeah. not natural. It is not natural at all. Okay. So on the clock are the Vikings. Uh, their picket is just off the board here. So I'm going to resume the draft here. You tell me if you want to take a look here at quarterbacks at any point or trading up on the clock are the Vikings. They took Andrew Booth. The Browns are at 13 now took Garrett Wilson. At 14, the Ravens took Drake London. Okay. That's uh, odd. David Ajabo at 15. Devin Lloyd went at 16. We're up to pick 17 here now. And there are and Matt Corral and Willis are still available. I would go Willis. I, I mean, I've said this yeah. a few times already. That but The question is, do we need to make a trade up to do it? Right, right, right. Uh, in this case, we we're not on the clock though, right? Who's who's no. on the, the Chargers are on the clock. Chargers are on the clock. Saints are looming. Yes. What's it to me? Okay. I was asked the other day if you could swap the twentieth pick in the draft for your favorite quarterback, would you do it right now? And I said I would for Willis. I'll give you twenty for Willis on February twelfth or whatever it is today, and be very happy about it. But would you give up a first and a third? I mean, we haven't talked about this a lot, but the Steelers don't have a ton of picks. You know, like thirds are going to be a a problem when that round rolls around in a deep draft and you're sitting there going, man, that's a really good receiver we could have had or whatever. Right now they they go from pick 84 uh, to pick 207. Yeah, right. Without a draft pick. Now they're going to get a comp pick at one – it's estimated to be at 138-ish. Somewhere mm-hmm. in that range. Um, so you got 20, 52, 84, 138, 207 from Kansas City. 
221 from the Jets, 237 uh, as your regular seventh-round pick. That's what you got. That's what you got. I mean, it's not a lot. I mean, I'm not really in the market for trading future picks for fourth-rounders and things like that either. I, I don't know that there's anyone on the team that they're going to trade for picks either. I don't know if there's my, many more coming is my point. I think you roll the dice here and you don't make the trade. I say, let's stand pat and see what happens. Yeah. All yeah. right, I'm going to resume. Chargers take. Chris Olave, Saints take okay. Matt Corral. Okay. The Marvin Leal went to the Eagles, and that leaves us up at the pick here at 20. Uh, Tyler Lindenbaum available. Ooh. Uh, Jamison Williams available. Kenyon Green available. Um, Traylon Burks available. Trevor Penning available. Mm-hmm. Drake Jackson's available. I mean, I don't know. That's the other wrong, wrong Drake Jackson. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but there's some, there's some guys there. We do have a trade offer. The trade offers from the Atlanta Falcons who are offering us, they have pick 40 is their next pick. That's a long wait, but that's not a bad neighborhood to shop in either. In yeah. This draft. They've also you know. got, they've got 40, 58, 72, 110, 149, 186, 217 and 225. So they got a lot of draft capital here. Hmm. I assume they're coming up for a quarterback. You would guess have so, a, yeah. You would think. Uh, either way, you're not going to get Willis at 40. Right. So, I haven't even considered Burks as a stealer, but the second you said that, I thought, boy, that would be kind of nice, yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, that's an intriguing <laughs> fit there. Um, Linderbaum, to me, is extremely hard to pass on and would have the highest grade of anyone you mentioned that's available for me. But quarterbacks trump that, in my opinion. I, yeah. I would take Willis over Linderbaum, even though I think Linderbaum's a superb prospect. Probably the the right thing to do, and I just said a second ago I'd trade 20 for Willis in a heartbeat, is just to do it. Um, going back to 40 would certainly replenish the other needs, though. I mean, if you're in that camp, and I know some people are that are pretty wise about this stuff, think quarterbacks next year's project, you know, build the nest this year. Trading back would make a lot of sense because you'd pick up a lot of stuff in this year's draft and next year's draft. I mean, especially, just, for dro- especially for dropping out of the first round. And I wouldn't mind having the Falcons first round pick next year because they could be really bad. I don't know if that's even on the table, but to get well, from 40 would, to 20. I, I, want, think if you, I think if you can get that, you do it. Right. But I don't know if you get that or not. I mean, I can, I can make that offer. Well, what did they offer us? They, they didn't make an offer. They just have their, they're on the phone. What would you want for that? Oh, uh, I, I thought the way the software worked was so if an I, offer for, if okay. I say 40 and their first round pick next year, and I'm going to add in picks uh, 72. I was going to throw in next year's third. I'd rather have the third this year. Yeah. I mean, I think we're agreeing on that. I was going to say, take 20 and next year's third for 40 and their first. I'm, I, I'm going, I'm shooting for the stars here. They want to move up to 20 out of, they want to trade a second round pick for a first round pick. You're giving me next year's first round pick and you're giving me the second round pick. Oh, and, and you want more than that. Okay. Well, I want, offer it. Let's see. I, I want their, I, I want their second and their third this year and a first next year for them to move up to 20, especially if they, if I think they're taking a quarterback, yeah, I'm gonna offer yeah. that. Yeah, they, let's see what happens. That's fun. Uh, they they declined that. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I understand why they would. Um, so, yeah, I think the deal. So you don't think their first next year is enough for you to go from 20 to 40. Would you veto that if they had offered it to you? Mm, I would want, I want a sweetener in there. I want okay. a sweetener. Uh, let me, would you want 110, which would be yeah. their fourth, or the fourth, I, I, I still think that's a good neighborhood. I'm going to offer that. They declined okay. that. Well, I guess we can't do business then. Yeah, let's tell them to. Yeah, we're gonna we we're gonna draft the player we want, which and is that's Willis. <clears throat> which is Willis. Yeah, fair enough. All right, and we're happy about it. That's right. Okay, we did our due diligence, but take the guy that can change the the face. You know, the, the, thing, whole, you know you could, of the you can want to move back. That doesn't mean you're automatically going to be able to move back because you're not just going to give the pick away. No, especially the quarterback on the board, right? Right. No, no chance. You're, I mean, you're trading away from Linderbaum. You're trading away like there's, there's some other good players there that you could take. Linderbaum went 25th to the Bills, by the way. Hmm, Kenny okay. Green yeah. went. Kenny Green. I'm went, really interested to see where he goes. I mean, yeah, I think he could go really high. He could go really low. Just again, he's a center, you know, and he's a he, he can only play center. That's the other part of the equation. Right. Right. I mean, because a team of his has size. to have a center knee. Yeah. Because of his size. Five of them in the world right now. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, we're down to pick 35 here, 36. Now the next question starts to be, do we want to move up for anybody? Who are the names? Well, let me see what's available here. Um, wait, resume draft. Where are, the, where are the players at? I'm not seeing here where I can see, see who's, who's available. available. Okay. I, I honestly don't think this is a team – I don't think you're going to trade up unless it's for Willis or Pickett or Corral. If you love them, you know what I mean? There's just not enough picks this year and you need all those influx of young guys. I I, I think once we get past pick 20 trading up is basically off the table right now. Yeah. I mean, we're getting close now. We're at 49, uh, 50. We got pick coming up at 52. Uh, Devontae Wyatt just went. That stinks. Ooh, that'd be nice. Uh, Nicholas Petit Friere just went. Uh, so we're back up here now at 52. We got two trade offers. Let me see who's available. Yeah, who do we like? Uh, I'm going to take a look at offensive tackles first. Uh, Falele is available. Max Mitchell from Louisiana is available. He's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Jackson Kirkland out of Washington. Uh, Jamari, okay. Sa- Jamari Saylor is available. Kind of like that. Guard, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so what about the D tackle situation? Let's take a look at that. Maybe Jones or. And Travis Jones is available. <clears throat> I, I uh, prefer him over the offensive lineman. Yeah. You mentioned. Fedarian Mathis is available. Good player. Good player. Perry and Winfrey is available. John Ridgeway is available. Haskell Garrett is available. Neil Farrell is available. Um, so Certainly some, a good group. There's some tackles, yeah, defensive tackles available there. Um, Jones would be hard for me to pass on, but I think there is an argument for, well, there's five or six there you like. Do you want to wait, you know? Let me take a look at the linebackers. Leo Chanel available. Chad Muma available. I like Brian, Muma. Brian Asoma available. Brandon Smith at Penn State. Channing Tindall available. Troy Anderson available. Quay Walker available. Um, Damone Clark is available. Some guy. Wow. 
some guys there that I like. Third round, third too. round kind of screams linebacker now. Yeah. Um, I think I you think can take Jones. No, I don't dislike it. Um, I, w- I wish I could get him in the third, but maybe that won't be the case after the uh, senior bowl. Um, yeah, I don't think it's yeah. All right. This means that this means that you then addressed your offensive line needs in free agency. Well, yeah, it's right. certainly a possibility. I'm sure. I mean, we're predicting the future, and that's why mocks are hard now. You know, I mean, a lot of us would mock, you know, Kenny Pickett or Willis to Denver, but they may have Watson by then. You know, I mean, right, who, right, who's right. to say? You know, um, my hunch is though, if, if I were to, if you had to answer this question, yes or no the Steelers will sign an offensive lineman from outside the organization. You'd probably yes. say yes, right? Yes. You know, yeah. yeah, okay. Okay, we're in the round three here. And we got 17 picks ahead of us. We've gotten a quarterback. We've gotten a defensive tackle. So we got picks 84 and 138 coming up here. The question then becomes: We, if we get an offer to move down here, and there are guys available, do we? We could kind of fill in those weak areas of our draft. A lot of those linebacker names you mentioned would be appealing. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. If I can move, if those guys, if if three of those guys are available, and I can move back six or seven spots, because that would be really nice. How long are they taking there? Chanel just went. Okay. I mean, the other thought is just take the best offensive lineman, regardless of position, no matter what, even if he's a two-year project or, you know. Ooh, there's a, just, we're back up here. And we've got one trade offer. The guy's available, Sky Moore, who's really intriguing. Wide receiver. He's a Pittsburgh guy, isn't he? Is he? I think he's from around here. Yeah, I, I just started digging into him. I think he's from – I think he went to Shadyside Academy. Okay. Um, I, I think he could be a sealer, by the way. The more, yeah, the more just starting to dig into him, I like really good route runner. Quick. He's like a faster version of Deontay Johnson. Yeah, I think he's a little more put together, too. You know, yeah. tackle breaker a little bit for a smaller guy. Yeah. Max Mitchell still available. Dylan Parham still available from Memphis, the guard. Um, let's see here. Channing Tyndall available. Uh, let's see. Tyndall's a good player. Yeah, can really run too. I think he's gonna like to combine up. Let's see here. Troy Anderson still available. Quay Walker still available. So there's some names there. What's our trade offer? Who wants? Who's on the phone? The Cardinals are on the phone. The Cardinals are picking at 87. So we would only have to move back three spots. Oh, there, you named enough names there though that I would love to pick up a fifth or something. All right. So let's see if they'll take 80. Give us 87 for 84 and throw in. Uh, their next pick, they got comp picks at 176, 177, and they got picks at 200, 240, and 256. Let's I mean, see if all, we, all those would be worth it for me just to move back three spots, considering that we don't have many picks. We, we have a dead spot in those rounds, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to see if they'll, oh. take, if they'll give us 176, uh, 87 and 176 for 84. Yeah. And yeah. they did. Yeah, I, say, I bet they do, too. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not a bad deal for them. They have somebody there with their eye on. They took Max Mitchell. Okay. He could have been in play for us, though. Yeah. Michael Wright went to uh, – and then Tyndall just went. Mm. All right. Two guys we liked. but Yeah. Okay. Um, do we 
jump on the, uh, the, the linebacker here. Troy Anderson is still available. Quay Walker. I like Troy Anderson. I'd say Anderson's would be a great addition to this team. I think, I think he could even go higher once the combine happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's gaining steam now with the senior bowl. He's going to go run like a sub four, six forty. Yes. And you know, he has some size. I think his best linebacker plays ahead of him. He's a former quarterback and running back, super smart and was, you know, didn't move from those positions because he wasn't good enough to play the offensive positions. He moved them because he was even better at linebacker. Yeah. I think we're real happy about that. And we got an extra pick in the process. Yeah. I think that's the move. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So we just all, but no alignment, no alignment. But again, if you address all offensive line in the, in the right in free agency, you know, this, you don't need the draft lineman. No, right, right, right. And we don't have that. And honestly, you know, at this point, but if they if they resign Chooks or Cora for um, start, right, it's a start, and then you 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 upgrade, you, you know, your guard position, and maybe even uh, you know sign a guy to at least compete, you know, a veteran center who maybe doesn't maybe isn't your pencil in as a starter, but you you bring him in to compete at center, mm-hmm. and he's not going to embarrass himself. You've upgraded your line. You've upgraded. It doesn't mean it's good enough or where you want it to be, but you've upgraded it. Right. And you still could take a project in the fourth round, you know, type of guy that might take a year, but is high upside, you know, those type of prospects. Yeah. Okay. We're at uh, 107. I'm going to speed this up a little bit. See where we go here. 109. We're coming up on 138. We got 25 picks to go. So there's a, a pretty big jump there between. So there's going to be a lot of guys coming off the board. We're, we're not going to get our chance at Sky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. We're back up here at 138. The players available. I'm going to take a look at the tackles first. You got. Yeah. O-line and wide out stand out to me is. Luke Gedke. Uh, I think I'm pronouncing that right. The tackle from Central Michigan. The other tackle from Central Michigan. Uh, Luke Tenuta, offensive tackle from Virginia Tech. Tyler Smith from Tulsa. Logan Bruss from Wisconsin. Patrick Paul out of Houston. Tyrese Robinson out of Oklahoma. Austin DeCoulis out of LSU. Uh, Eric Swenson out of Oklahoma. Cordell Volson out of North uh, Dakota State. Matt Willetsko out of North Dakota. Um, We're really in the neighborhood of guys I don't know yet. Willetsko was at the com or at the uh, Senior Bowl. Yeah, and, I've heard of him. Yeah, he he has some, he has some. He just needs to put on weight. He's, he's one of those leaner. He's one of those right? typical North Dakota guys, like like Redunes, You know, yeah. probably the former tight end. You know, right, right. right. We take a look at the interior offensive line. Cole Strange out of Tennessee Chattanooga. See, I like him. And yeah. not just because you got to like a small school guy at the senior bowl, you know, I mean, but he's a center, he's a guard. He really acclimated himself well there. I thought, I mean, it's a bad reps too, but those D linemen are highly, you know, talented. Uh, I think he might be a starting center in this league or at worst uh, a BJ Finney like career. Yeah. And we're talking about a fourth round pick here. Right, right, right. Um, you know, if you can get him and he, he upgrades your interior uh, depth and is, a, a, you know, a, perhaps a starter down the road, you mm-hmm. helped yourself. No, uh, I think that's a good pick. Yeah, I, I like him. Uh, Jarrett Patterson out of Notre Dame, 
the center there. Alec Lindstrom out of Boston College is available. Uh, Josh Rivas out of Case, uh, Kansas State. Justin Schaefer out of Georgia available. Okay, um, he's not bad either, right? Yeah, so there's some there's some guys there. Let's take a look at the wide receiver position. Um, you're looking at uh, Reggie Roberson out of FMU. Ontario Drummond out of uh, Mississippi. Okay. I don't know a ton about him other than seeing him on lists and you know, yeah, pretty he, highly ranked and whatnot. He's got some, uh, he's got some speed. Uh, you got uh, Zachary Franklin out of UTSA, Trey Turner out of Virginia Tech, uh, Malachi Carter out of Georgia Tech, Joseph Ngata out of uh, Clemson, Vellis Jones out of Tennessee, Calvin Austin. He's a... Calvin Austin's is that the little dude? He's like five seven. Yeah, that's him. Okay, he's like a really shifty slot that was at the was at the uh, Senior Bowl. Caught everything that came his way. He's just he's just like one hundred and seventy pounds. He's like five eight and one hundred and seventy pounds, but he's kind I of mean, a souped up version of Ray Ray McLeod. As I was going to say, then you yeah. don't re, you don't re- resign Ray Ray. I assume this guy could be your return. Probably too early for those guys, though. Yeah, you know, I mean, same with how Bo many Melton snaps of, is that kind of player going to play for you? Yeah, same yeah, with Bo Melton out of uh, Rutgers. He's another. He's he's a little bit bigger, um, and, and can do a lot of those same things. Uh, Vellis Jones is interesting, except he's going to be twenty five by the time that the the, the uh, season starts. That's, that's a problem. not really their style. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's this a, is a problem. Young team, that's a problem. Yeah, um, I think you you pass on wide receiver. You can grab one of those later. How about this Bailey Zappi still available? <laughs> Really? Yeah. I mean, we have Willis, and we're not going to go yeah. that direction. And they're not in the fourth-round market for quarterbacks anyway. But Cole Strange, I would take right now, yeah. Yeah, I'm just looking here. John Ridgeway still available. Mm. Neil Farrell was still available. Um, so there were some guys there that uh, – let's take a look at corner, yeah. too. I think that's, yeah, that's, corner is something we can't ignore. Yeah. Um, Jack Jones out of Arizona State. Shamari Connor out of Virginia Tech. Jacoby Durant out of South Carolina State. Kalen Barnes out of Baylor. Where did you say Jones is from again? First guy you mentioned? Arizona State. He, If he's the guy I'm thinking of, he's small, but he's an elite returner. I mean, like the best returner in the last five years or so and a good defensive player, slot type only. But that's a nice addition to the team and also could be like a gunner for you. I mean, yeah, it would really help your special teams quickly. He's 5'10", 175 is what he's listed here. I Tariq think that's the guy I'm thinking of. I know Tariq Woolen is available. Oh, really? Yeah. Not for long, I have a feeling. Yeah, I would. Uh, I think he projects to really blow up the combine. He's like, he's like, well, he's over 6'3". He's over 200 pounds. He was the fastest or at least in the top two or three fastest guys at the senior bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of tools there to work with, with that guy. Oh yeah. I mean, it, part of me thinks we're cheating by taking him. Not that he's a <laughs> premier prospect, but he just has rare tools. You know, he has yeah. rare traits and those guys go high. And after the combine, the world might know about him. but Hey, I'll take him. I think, I, th- I think that's just too good to pass up. Yeah. I mean, he may not play a snap for you this year, but if he turns into a starting level corner, you know, with rare length and speed, great. Uh, I'm in. Yeah, I'm going to pick him. Okay. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> That's just too good to be t- – again, we're pick 138. 
a lot can happen, um, you know, between now and the, and, and everything. Uh, but I, I think you just take him if mm-hmm. he's available, you know, if he's available there, then that's not our fault. Uh, oh, right, right. Right. I mean, we're not making the rules here. Right. Uh, so to go over our draft, we stayed at home and we took, uh, or we didn't trade, I should say. And we took Malik Willis in the first round. Again, he was available to us. Yeah, that's not far fetched to me. That's not cheating. I think yeah. there's a, a chance. I, I don't think, uh, I mean, I would bet no, if I had to put a, a chip down one way or another, will he be there at 20? I would bet no, but I don't think it's insanity. Uh, we took Travis Jones in the second round. Um, our second pick, we traded back with pick 84, got pick 87 and pick uh, 175 from the Cardinals. Uh, so we get their third rounder and fifth rounder to move back three spots. That was helpful. Yeah. We then took Troy Anderson, the linebacker out of Montana State. And then we took cornerback Tariq Woolen in round four, pick 138. Um, they may take some time, those two, but I, I like the additions to the team there. Here's the one thing that I, I noticed that we did here. We took four small school guys. I guess we did. That's <laughs> unusual, and I doubt they would go that direction. But, I mean, if you're building long-term, you're going to get some more talented guys at a little bit of a discount than if they went to USC or Bama or whatever. You yeah. know. Here's the interesting thing about this. I was actually asked about this on, on the in my live cues last week on, on DK Pittsburgh Sports. Mm-hmm who are my favorite small school guys in this draft? And I, I rattled off. They, they asked my, my five favorite small school guys in this draft. And I rattled off like eight or nine guys just immediately. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of small school prospects in this draft that are, that are pretty solid players. I, I, I don't know a ton off the top of my head. I mean, Willis obviously jumps to the top of the list, but um, there were quite a few at the senior bowl too. Yeah. You know, that started to make names themselves. Interesting. I mean, if you just look, I'm just going to look at uh, Daniel Jeremiah's top 50 here that he just put together. I'm going to roll. Okay. Roll, throw out some small school guys at you here. Um, I actually have a list in front of me too, from bleacher reports. So okay. See. So mm. let's see here. I'm getting down to, uh, is Cincinnati a, a big – I was about to say that. The Cincinnati count or not? They're not a does, power five. Does Utah count? I think Utah does not Utah, count. Utah's in a Pac-12. Yeah, 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 true. Central so Michigan, count. Northern Iowa. Yeah, those, those schools are – yeah, those are small schools. Yeah, yeah. We're not, you know, they don't have to be tiny schools. Those have to be Duquesne, you know. Right. But if they're not power five schools, then, yeah, I think they count. And so Wyoming, yeah. Connecticut, you know, right. A lot there's, of Cincinnati guys. There's some guys that in this draft that you look at and go, well, that's, you know, they're not power. They're not, they didn't play in major conferences. And so people are going to question, you know, the, the, the level of talent that they played again, but mm-hmm. they could play coastal Carolina. I know these guys are, you know, better, you know, but even like Kentucky and Memphis and those type of dudes, you know, they, they, they you know, they're not, Bama, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, they're not Bama. They're not LSU. They're not mm-hmm. USC and some of these other schools. Yeah. I mean, Georgia you know, guys, Trey, yeah. Trey McBride out of uh, Colorado State's going to be the number one tight end taken. Like, that's right, 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 right. You know, that's they were Division Two not that long ago. Yep. Uh, Cameron Thomas at San Diego State, you know. Jalen Tolbert out of South right. Alabama. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, so there's there's guys here. Penning. Um, Nevada. Yeah. Interesting. So it's, you yeah, know, I think it is going to be an interesting draft in that, you know, in that regard. Um, and I can see the Steelers, 
maybe stepping outside their comfort zone a little bit and taking some of these small school guys. I don't think that's crazy. I mean, uh, Cole Strange from Chattanooga, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. If you can play, I, you I can don't play. Yeah, exactly. I don't really have a problem with it. I don't think that you, I would be, if I was a GM, I would not be married to, boy, we got to take big school guys or, you know, I think you're just limiting yourself. But well, here's the I, other I thing about the small school guys. They're typically seniors or red shirt seniors. They don't typically leave school early. Yeah. So there's an age issue sometimes. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of the guys that you get out of Bama or you get out of Georgia, or these guys are all, you know, red shirt sophomores, red shirt juniors, um, you know, so they're a little bit younger, whereas mm -hmm. the, the smaller school guys are a little bit more developed. I mean, Qu Quinn Miners last year, for example. And they uh, was, played a lot of snaps. Too. They played a lot of they've seen a lot of football, even if it's not mm -hmm. at the same high level. They've played a lot of snaps. And so I think you, you get a better gauge on the analysis of them in some cases. The one thing I do think that there's immense value in and Bama is the best example of this is how they practice every day. Yeah. Though. Pro coaching. You know, yeah. And not even the coaching as much as I got to beat certain Humphrey, or, or if you're a corner, I got waddle this rep, I get Devonte Smith next rep. And then I get Williams a rep after that, like, <laughs> Oh, you know, and that's every day. Yeah. Right. No, there's, there's cer <laughs> certainly something to be said for that as well, but mm -hmm. uh, without question. Yeah. Uh, well, but that's going to do it for the show for today. Um, so uh, good. Uh, be nice. Super Bowl champ when we come back. Absolutely. And the season will be completed. Uh, but another nice uh, little, uh, just a little run through there. We're, we'll get more serious about these and start doing full seven round drafts and all that stuff uh, in the coming weeks and yeah, start yeah. previewing uh, free agency, doing stuff like that. But uh, that's going to do it for today's show. So for my partner, Matt Williamson, uh, I'm Dale Lally. We appreciate you listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.